Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Do you have a friend who's a conspiracy theorist? You most likely do. He or she may or may not have shared that idea with you. With the temperature of the political discourse nowadays, it is very difficult to talk about these topics. But I'm going to do just that today, because I think we need to think critically about how we see the world, what we see in the world, and respond spiritually in a godly manner. But we first must think and see. We can't respond to what we can't see. And I believe that Christians have something to say about politics, about how the world should be run, and how we should organize our lives. All too often, these views are shut down immediately by calling somebody a conspiracy theorist, or people are just too shy and timid to speak what they believe to be the truth. And then so by default, those who are bold, who have particular political views, opposed to Christian views, get to be the only ones heard. I heard a TV analyst referring to a candidate running for election as being a conspiracy theorist because she raised concerns about the influence of the WEF. Is it a conspiracy to say that there are rich and powerful out there who are networking and meeting and figuring out how to become even more rich and more powerful? I dare say that's not newsflash. Saying that powerful elites with globalist views meet annually in Davos is also not news. It's not a theory to say that their founder wrote a book called The Great Reset, explaining his plan for how he thinks the world should be. Is it a coincidence that in Canada they are enacting parts of that plan once uh, the Trudeau government got elected? Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, by the way, has been a keynote speaker at this forum several times and been praised by the founder for his exemplifying the World Economic Forum values. His deputy prime minister, Christia Freeland, is on their trustee board, which they describe as the guardian of their mission. They're both graduates of the WEF leader training program. Now, do I think they're telling governments what legislation to pass? No, probably not. Is this forum influencing the thinking of government members who have similar aspirations? How could they not? Now, if this was a group of people bringing God's kingdom in God's way, I'd say no problem. But realistically, how close are their ideas to the ideas that 
God explains in his scripture. One of their key points seems to be that there are too many people in the world. That's one of the biggest problems of overpopulation. So stemming from that premise is the the liberal policy of every member must be pro-choice. Abortion is a good thing because it'll limit the number of people. They have also introduced euthanasia laws and increased the scope of those laws, permitting medically assisted suicide to all different kinds of people now. Again, this is a good thing because it's going to decrease the population in the world. Having a war in Ukraine would similarly have the same purpose. Having broken supply chains and failing crops because of government policies on limiting the amount of fertilizer would also lead to decrease in the population because of starvation and hunger around the world. Part of this globalist ideology is also to have centralized government and global governments. This is not a left or right thing. Some people may think big government is is a good thing to fix all our problems if it is accountable to its citizens. But members of this organization tend to think of themselves as world citizens without an allegiance to any individual country. This also goes for their multinational corporations that they own or run their NGOs that they founded. Individuals and individual countries would not have a say in policy, but this policy would be governed internationally. Again, a globalist agenda, global government, such as the IMF, United Nations, WHO. The ideas spelled out in the Great Reset book are very similar to the 2030 agenda for the UN. They've spelled out. The WHO has told countries to sign on to an agreement relinquishing control of their policy in the next pandemic, that the WHO will decide how these countries will implement the procedures next time. Part of this is that nations should not have border laws for refugees determining who can and cannot come into their country. That humans were not created by a creator. We are not special. We're just another species. In fact, a species that's harmful to the planet. The idea seems to be that the average person is too stupid to do anything about these things. So they must be forced to comply with the plan that the elites come up with for us that there would be one world government that would be the salvation of the planet, removing individual responsibility for our own salvation. Is this starting to sound familiar yet? What strikes me is the arrogance that comes along with this, the idea that we are elite so we can fix all the world's problems. We can come up with the solutions. If the planet has been warming up for the last 300 years, We can fix that. Of course, rich globalists should 
be free to discuss and share their ideas. However, they shouldn't be the only ones. I think God has some good ideas too that we can share. We need to be aware of the source of ideas that are bouncing around out there and what they lead to. And need to speak up boldly in love to show these issues, to reveal the root issues in play. It's our focus that we need to watch out for, not focus on the bad, but focus on what I can do for myself, my family. What can I do for my church and my fellow Christians? What can I do for my country? God's ways are just and merciful. We can think to ourselves, is this policy that I'm hearing about just and merciful? Is the way that I'm responding just and merciful? Bearing in mind that our battle is against spirits and the ideas that they bring, not people. It is of the utmost importance, brothers and sisters, that when we speak to people who have opposing ideas, that we can battle the idea and not the person. We can love the person and together explore where these ideas are coming from and where they're going to. So that in the end, we may all be one and we may give glory to God and thank him for the interesting time that he has given us the privilege to be in, the responsibility to live in for his purpose and for his glory. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on earth as it is in heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.